0: It's Daily News Weekly with me, Bill Baloney. Directly from the IDGAF Productions Headquarters, to the decrement of humanity, bringing you news of dubious relevance, but filled with action and intrigue. So while we're not written into the Geneva Convention, get your obese mind ready for a new round of oral junk food, it's Daily News Weekly. A self-described woke group at the Southern California College of Ultraliberal Arts have decided, uh, on behalf of the rest of us, that laughing at clowns is offensive. A statement posted on Twitter with the hashtag clownphobic reads, How would you feel if a crowd of people were laughing at you while you were just trying to do your job? WAC, the World Association of Clowns, responded with a confused, what the actual f?" Followed by, please keep laughing of clowns. The tweets from the WAC triggered the walklings who accused the World Association of Clowns of being, quote, deeply clown-phobic and that they should go check their privilege. WAC responded to this second outburst with a confused, what the actual f**k, followed by please keep laughing of clowns. In a not so unexpected turn of events, an outburst of batshit crazy walk wrath resulted in a twitter mob calling for cancelling all clowns as they are quote, unable to accept that other people might have different opinions. Daily News Weekly tried to reach out to the Wokelings for a comment, however they were way too busy buying pitchforks and torches for their march on the WAC headquarters. All we could hear through a poor phone line was screams for burn the witch. WAC answered our requests politely with the comment, what the actual f**k, followed by please keep laughing of clowns. The world's most offensive comedian, Dick Ramberg, made headlines yesterday when he told the most offensive joke in the history of mankind during one of his recorded live shows. Representatives from a wide array of interest groups have voiced their disgust after seeing the recording, in particular groups working for the interests of women, Jews, Mexican migrant workers and orphans. Daily News Weekly have obtained a recording where we can clearly hear Mr. Ramberg saying that he can understand the reactions he's gotten because of this joke and that he recognizes the extreme morbidity and repulsiveness of the punchline. He truly sympathizes with the people who are disgusted. As we are sure our listeners are aware, humor is highly individual. Some people find the jokes funny and some don't. So, in order to give Mr. Ramberg fair judgment, Daily News Weekly have obtained a transcript of the joke, which we are going to read. Sorry, this is re- which we read to a panel of five volunteers. As expected, many were utterly abhorred. Some even ran out of the room but a few found the joke absolutely hilarious. When asked why they were so amused by the joke, the panelists answered it's difficult to explain, you kind of have to hear the joke to understand it. So what is it then? What is the most offensive joke in the world ever told in the context of our time? To answer that question, we've reached out to Professor in Contemporary Linguistics, Bellona Argberg, at the Jodl University in Bern, Switzerland. In a short statement, she describes the joke as a prime example of what we in the linguistics biz call obscene seduction, in the way it beautifully balances cruelty and beauty. Even though the joke is clearly offensive to a lot of people, I would urge everyone to listen to the joke anyway and focus on its linguistic beauty. What I'm sure the listeners want more than anything right now is to hear other comedians' responses to the incident. On Twitter, comedian Ricky Gervais described the joke as exquisitely maleficent, and Chris Rock wrote, Love it. I admire Dick for having the balls to tell the joke I'd never have the balls to tell myself. I am sure every one of you are very curious what the most offensive joke ever told made everyone here a Daily News Weekly feel, Because we have seen it over and over again. But But before I talk more about our reaction, let me play the audio clip for you. I'm sorry guys, I'm sorry. As you can probably hear right now, we have a fire alarm going off. Please be a little bit patient. Daily News Weekly will be right back. sorry for that folks it was a false alarm we're all safe over here at idgaf headquarters let's get back to the news let me see where were we here yes i think we were ready for news in brief moviegoers are still eagerly awaiting the release of Steven Spielberg's much anticipated movie Constipation. The Iranian mullahs issuing the fatwa against the author Salman Rushdie back in 1989, calling for his death, revealed to him today that it was just a prank, bro. Mr Rushdie was not amused. And finally, researchers out of the London School of Economics have developed a get-rich-quick scheme that is guaranteed to work. So, if the thought of being rich seems attractive to you, head over to. See, cut. Where did I put this URL? Oh well. We might do an in-depth on that story in the future we'll give you the url then so if you want to keep up with the story on how to get rich quick guaranteed don't miss a single episode of daily news weekly hit the subscribe button right now In a paper released today by the ultra-conservative think-tank Obsidian titled Toddlers Are Selfish, the think-tank is slamming the youngest member of our society. The paper states that The self-centeredness and general attitude of me first plagues our youngest generation. Their whole worldview seems to revolve around the narcissistic pursuit of simple and immediate gratification. In the vast majority of toddlers observed, we see absolutely no regard for the needs of other family members or a feeling of obligation to becoming a productive member of society. This is far from the first time Obsidian causes controversy. Previous releases from the think tank includes the hot potato Single Mom How Hard Can It Be, the thought provoking Migrant workers, why are they so lazy? Their 2019 anti-feminist movie, Back to the Kitchen. And what has become somewhat of a bible in the ultra-conservative circles, the study, the dismal financial contributions of poor people in a market-oriented capitalist society. So what are the causes of this endemic laziness in our children? The paper offers clear and simple answers to that question as well by firmly pointing the fingers at one socioeconomic group in particular, mothers. According to the study, quote, the vast majority of mothers interact with their toddlers in a manner almost exclusively guided by emotion and with a complete lack of rational economic thought. Limited by their simple female aptitudes, and clouded by an irrational, almost exclusively emotional approach to parenting, they fulfill their child's every whimsical need. Like feeding them whenever they are hungry, changing their diapers whenever it's full, and letting them go to bed whenever they are sleepy. This disturbing attitude to parenting is causing an epidemic of spoiled, lazy and selfish toddlers. As a mother, you might feel horrified by what you hear, but there is no need to worry. The ultra-conservative all-male think tank Obsidian offers clear advice to how you as a mother can rectify this sad situation you have put us in. The study reads, There is no better advice for mothering a child than by following well-established libertarian economic principles with a stone-cold focus on the return of investment your toddler should feel obliged to heed. There is no such thing as a free lunch. Hungry? Well, how about you learn a valuable lesson and empty the dishwasher first? Want that uh, diaper changed? I see a lawn that needs to be mowed. Sleepy? Few things build character more than an honest day's work in the coal mines. So there you have it mothers. Don't fuck up the future of our country. Get your lazy ass toddler off the crib and teach him to work like a man. And that's all we have for you today. I am Bill Baloney, transmitting directly from the IDGAF Headquarters, giving you the highlight of your day, the highlight of your week, and the highlight of your month, because your life is stuck in perpetual existential crisis, it's Daily News Weekly.